How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hey everybody, Rihanna M. Hill here. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here having breakfast, interviewing the wonderful Victoria, who is the founder of Bright Coral Creative, a digital marketing team focused on creating all things visual, primarily video, photo, social, and web content. Victoria has worked on feature films as a digital marketing agency and freelanced her heart out. Her perfect day? Hiking through the woods with her husband and their fur child, Gulliver with a camera around her neck. You might see Gulliver in the background here at some point. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Dogs are almost always a very welcome guest appearance on these. (laughs) I call him my CFO, my chief furry officer. (laughs) Wonderful. Those are the best. (laughs) Um, Perfect. So hello. How are you today? I am doing just well. How are you? Doing good. Enjoying this new year, kicking off 2020 with a good start. So let's go ahead and kick this off with a very important question. How do you like your pancakes? That is a really important question to me because pancakes are one of my favorite foods. I like them with crispy edges. I'm kind of particular about it. And my favorite pancakes lately have been pumpkin pancakes from Trader Joe's. They're just really good. Throw some pecans in there. And yeah, they're just, they're the best. It's like fall on a plate. That sounds absolutely phenomenal. It really is. (laughs) Cool. So tell us a little bit about who you are. What makes you, you? Oh, what a tough question. I think that that's constantly changing, which is a good thing. Growth is important. But I think the consistent thing would be creativity. And without that trait, I just don't think I could do any of the things that I love to do. I remember I had a second grade teacher that made a little bear thing for each student. And I remember all the paws had traits on them. And I remember I was most excited when I saw that she said I was creative. And so that must have been something that for some reason that has always stuck out to me. Absolutely. It's wonderful when other people recognize things that we recognize in ourselves. It's a good feeling. Yeah, Yeah, it was validating. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Validating. Wonderful. Well, with the creativity, I guess that moves right nicely into the next question, which is tell us a little bit about your business. So Bright Coral, we specialize in visual marketing. So video production, photography, making all of your digital visually cohesive. And the goal is, of course, to make it stunning and to stand out. That's kind of the idea of the bright coral is that you want it to really stand out because there's tons of noise and we're bombarded with it all the time. So just trying to make all of our clients kind of stand out above the others. Absolutely. That's that bright coral brings a good imagery of indeed something that stands out in the blue water. Yeah. (laughs) And since I'm landlocked here in St. Louis, it keeps me feeling like I'm on a tropical island. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Enjoy those long snowy days with a little bit of warm pictures. (laughs) 
Wonderful. So tell us a bit more about how this began. So I actually did not plan on starting a business. I realized that Bright Coral was something that just took its own shape all on its own. And it was what I was doing. It just didn't have a brand or a name behind it or a website or all of those critical marketing features. (laughs) Uh, I had been freelancing ever since college and kind of the core of the business was just that, like the freelancing, video production. Um, I'd really been into photography since grade school. A lot of animals and kind of more artsy stuff when I was younger. And then I got into video production in high school and kind of did the whole figuring it out in college thing where I wanted to be a news anchor, thought I could be the next Veronica Corningstone. <laughs> and um, and then in college, I started to do more nonprofit work. And I completely fell in love with that type of video work where you're working with these passionate small businesses or nonprofits or entrepreneurs. And I just really get energized from, from the passion behind others. Absolutely. And how wonderful you can take something that you've loved from your childhood and turn it into your livelihood now. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny because sometimes when we take our hobbies and make them our work, it can be hard to go back to doing it for a hobby. So I have to constantly remind myself to take those times for myself to just enjoy my hobby because there's pretty much no moment when you're running a business where you don't have anything that you need to be doing. (laughs) So yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. So it can be kind of tricky, but I've, I have some goals. 2020, I got my new uh, passion planner. This is my baby. So I have some goals to do a little bit more hobby-oriented video and photo work. That's a a great point. And I'm very glad you brought that up because a lot of us do start a business because for one way or another, we really love something and it kind of ends up in that way. Then we forget to do it just for the sake of loving it. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad you, you brought that up. I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep that love. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do. (laughs) So what has been your favorite memory in your business so far? So I mentioned that I love working with animals. Yes. And one of my favorite memories so far has been my work with the Endangered Wolf Center here in St. Louis. I also worked with the Colorado Wolf and Wildlife Center. So a lot of canids in my world. (laughs) And I sometimes call my dog. If you ever see him, I don't know where he is. I call him my baby red wolf sometimes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I kind of, I've always just had that love of animals. And there's something really special to me about capturing video and photo of endangered species. Even as a kid, I remember I would always read about extinct animals or endangered animals. I was obsessed with the rainforest. So being able to work with some of these animals that could go extinct in our lifetime, we're working really hard so they don't, but it's very rewarding to be part of that education. I A lot of times I feel like I'm this kind of one step removed from actually making an impact. I know I am in my in my head, but it's like 
I'm oftentimes filming the people that are doing the the impact, like the real front lines. Um, but it's it's neat to be able to be a part of that. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of like making a donation or something. You're a piece that helps make the whole puzzle possible. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. Um, so what does mean, being a business owner mean to you? Hmm. I think that having freedom, like you can see right now, I'm working from home. Um, so freedom is really important to me. And it's not just about like waking up whenever I feel like it or <laughs> like sometimes I work at night because I find that I'm just more creative at night and I just get stuff done between the hours of like seven and 10 <laughs> um, <Yep>. PM. <laughs> but I think that it's the freedom to do what you're best at. And there's a lot of companies and I know I've worked for companies where you're kind of in that like productivity robot kind of role where it's like, you can't really do what you're best at because you're either told to do something else or I don't know. It's just to me being able to do what I'm best at. It feels kind of selfish at times, but then I remind myself that it's really not. It's being able to do my best work and that's going to end up making my clients a lot happier when I'm happy and doing what I love. Sure. Absolutely. It's like that quote, you'll never work a day in your life if you can make a living doing what you love. Or something. Yeah. I often tell people, they'll be like, so when do you work? Like what days or whatever? And I'm like, I don't have a very set schedule. It's just not my personality type. So I tell people, it feels like I work never and always all at once. <laughs> That's kind of the nature of owning a business as well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's go ahead and move now into some of the sticky stuff. What are some of the major challenges in your business that you've had to overcome or perhaps you're still working on? So one of my challenges has definitely been kind of just learning myself, learning my personality type. And I'm not an inherently scheduled or self-disciplined person. So sticking to any type of routine is just really challenging for me. and working by myself has also been a challenge. I I'm a very collaborative person and I'm an idea bouncer. I just really am energized and motivated by being around others. So when I'm home by myself or with my dog and cat, <laughs> uh, I don't always have that umph that I remember having when I was in an office or going on walkabouts like those kinds of things were important to me. So that I would say has been one of my biggest challenges. And I've kind of combated that with my digital community um, that I'm part of. It's called Together Digital. And it's a group of women empowering other women. So I founded that group in St. Louis. And it's actually a national organization. So that's been probably my main way. We have uh, virtual peer circles where we jump in and do, you know, a video chat and it'll be a group of women that show up, you know, as you are in your PJs, whatever you need to do. And that has been really, really helpful for me because I just sometimes need a little bit of a social interaction in my day. 
Absolutely. I think a lot of business owners and work from home professionals can especially relate to that um, when you're kind of needing some of that human interaction. <laughs> yeah. And I've never wanted to do the whole co-working thing just because I am so sporadic and mm-hmm. it just doesn't really seem like I would ever actually show up. It seems like a gym membership where I say I'm going to go and then <laughs> like a month goes by and dang it, I'm paying for this. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I've always been kind of timid to try that. I would like to, you know, maybe in the future, but, um, but yeah, right now it just doesn't seem like it would fit for me. Sure. That makes sense. Perfect. So how's your marketing going? Um, (laughs) my own marketing has been in kind of a rough patch. It's what is that phrase about the cobbler's kids and their shoes? Yes. (laughs) I'm terrible with idioms, but that's it. That is my total problem. Um, I'm in a little bit of a transitional phase for Bright Coral. um, And I'm hoping that having some extra teammates that I'm bringing on will help me get back on track with that. And right now I'm actually reading the story brand book. Oh, it's right here. This book. Have you read this story brand by Donald Miller? I have not. Yeah, I'm reading this right now. Yeah, I'm kind of into it right now. Um, I'm only like this far, so I still have a ways to go. But I think that that'll help me. I think what I've been struggling with is because my business is so varied and I have such different clients, it kind of makes me feel like my own branding can't be cohesive. And I'm hoping that this type of framework of the way that this lays it out will help me work through that because it's like one week I'm filming wolves the next week I'm filming custom homes. And it's like, I feel like if I post all of that and share that with my followers, it's going to result in confusion. (laughs) So I think that's, I've been a little stuck on that lately. Finding that brand identity. That can definitely be a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's like, I know what it is and who I am, but I think, you know, there's just so much going on when we scroll and being in marketing, we know the power of visuals and all of that. So it's like, I just want to, I want people to understand and not get confused. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Very cool. Well, shifting gears here a little bit, let's talk about some of your first jobs. What were (laughs) some of these first jobs that you had and did those help you in any way? Oh, my first job. (laughs) They were pretty rough. So my first ever job, I didn't even mean to get it. Like I walked in with my friend to get her paycheck and I walked out with this job I didn't want. And then I didn't know how to quit. I was like too timid to quit. (laughs) That was, that was at this like little kid bounce house. And it was called monkey Joe's. And it's like where kids, where parents take their kids to bounce around in these big inflatable things. Okay. Oh my goodness. Just awful. I hated every minute there. And from there I got a job in the food industry. I worked at a bagel shop for a little while. I don't like bagels. So it really wasn't a good fit for me. Like at least if you work in food, you should work somewhere, you know, like for you with pancakes would probably make (laughs) you happy (laughs) or me. (laughs) But yeah. So I think that what they taught me though, was 
just what I needed to be happy. And since I was so miserable working those types of kind of more menial jobs that like I didn't find meaning in, like I had one job that I actually quit after nine hours. So that was like the fastest quitting. (laughs) I was a big quitter because if like, that's just how I am. If I'm not happy, it's not worth it at all to me. And that might sound like I'm inherently wealthy or something, which I'm not. <laughs> like you can probably see my whole house in the background. <laughs> it's pretty small. But um, yeah, I'm not like a inherently wealthy person that can really afford that kind of mentality of like that I have to be happy doing what I'm doing. So it was kind of problematic for a little while. But I've learned over the years that when I care about what I'm working on, then I have a great work ethic. And it just is a matter of having that passion behind me that, that gets me going. Absolutely. That makes sense with the creative and the entrepreneur elements. Yeah. (laughs) Very difficult to work a traditional job when you have that personality. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine I was a pretty bad employee (laughs) for especially for the nine hours. I think most of it was actually getting drug tested. And then after that, I like sat down at the desk. I was like, this doesn't feel right. (laughs) That makes sense. Well, you didn't waste time and now you're, now you're where you want to be. That's wonderful. (laughs) So with that in mind, um, knowing what you know now, what's some advice that you would give someone who's just getting started or perhaps what's something that you wish you knew when you first got started? Hmm. I think getting started, at least for myself, I know you can get really hung up on creating that perfect brand identity. And clearly I'm like three years into business and that brand identity is evolving and adapting and changing. So I think advice I would give, and it's advice that I have given (laughs) to some of my friends that have started businesses is just to not let perfection kill your productivity because if you're so focused on making your Instagram grid look perfect or making your website absolutely perfect before you launch i think that it can really take too much time and kind of limit you in a way mm-hmm. um that type of perfectionism and i'm not really a perfectionist so Maybe that's easier said than done, but I think that when you lose sight of like that need to adapt, it's like if you create that perfect website or that perfect brand, and then say a year from now, you've evolved further than that, or you're expanding your services. I just think that it's kind of a slippery slope. So that's my, probably my biggest thing about getting started is just don't let perfection be the enemy of productivity. Absolutely. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of importance in taking action and figuring it out as you go. Yeah, sure. So what do you think is a unique skill that you have that makes you successful? Hmm. I don't know if this is exactly a skill, but I would say having a collaborative spirit, I think has made the biggest impact in my business. Um, And since I'm in a creative field, I think when, you know, I mean, I get on Instagram every day and I see amazing photographers, amazing videographers, 
And having that kind of collaborative spirit where you're not threatened by your competition, you're inspired by them and you're wanting to collaborate with them mm-hmm. has really positively impacted my business. I collaborate with my competition all the time. Yeah. We call each other up and talk about our challenges. We share our finances. I mean, the whole nine yards, because especially as women in an industry that is traditionally dominated by men, and especially with film and marketing, I think that finding, you know, with my Together Digital chapter, um, for anyone, you know, any women business owners getting started in digital, I would definitely recommend checking it out in your city. It's a national organization. So there's chapters everywhere. And there's also Cloud City. Okay. So I brought that to St. Louis because I really wanted that community and that kind of collaborative spirit to be kind of more than just me doing it. Um, I, there's certainly more people that feel that way. But I think when you're part of a community like that, where you're just all there for each other and trying to empower each other, it really just changes the whole kind of dynamic of a city, of a community, which is really cool. Absolutely. It's uh, that whole concept about ships rise together when the tide comes in. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Kind of and, and I love like in my Together Digital chapter and nationally, we have a Slack channel with like 2000 women in it where we're always talking every day. And it's kind of the whole group is themed around this idea of asks and gives, which is basically like, I might ask you for your advice on a certain topic or like a resource that you might have. And then, you know, I might give something similar or like I've heard everything from like sexual harassment issues that we've tackled. Um, Like how, how do I tackle this? And then people give advice on that. So um, I think, having that type of mentality is just, there's no substitute for that. And I know for my business, it's been very crucial. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. Um, So what inspires you to be your best self? So I think that I'm kind of a spiritually minded person. And so I'm always, um, you know, I do a lot of Bible reading on my own and I kind of treat it like a textbook. <laughs> and um, so that plays a big role in every aspect of my life. And in my work, there's this scripture that talks about like whatever you're working at it, do it whole sold, like as if you were doing it for God. And that's really important to me because if we're, you know, especially when I was working for other companies, um, not for myself. Oh, there's Gulliver. <laughs> um, especially when I was doing that, it's like you kind of can feel like you're working just for someone else. And mm-hmm. really, like everything we do, we're doing it for ourselves. And um, so that plays a big role in kind of how I view it. Absolutely. It's very powerful. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, to wrap it up, is there anything else that you wish I would have asked you? Ooh. I don't think so. Maybe like what goes on the side of my pancakes. Yeah, sure. What goes on the side of your <laughs> Which, pancakes? I'm a really big fan of hash browns. Ooh. I think they're the perfect complement to a pancake. And 
I use this seasoning called Fox Point seasoning that I'm obsessed with from Penzi's Spices. And that just like really goes well with my pumpkin pancake. Oh, yeah. That sounds fantastic. Wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us here today and telling us a bit about yourself. This has been Victoria with Bright Coral Creative. And why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me all over the internet. So on Instagram and Facebook, um, Bright Coral Creative, and my website, brightcoralcreative.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here, and thank you to our audience for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something, or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much.